there is no more than, less than, greater than, unequal to. There is only what it is that is channeled. Because in reality, what it is, what we all are, is the same. We are all good. We are all evil. We are all brilliant. We are all stupid. We are rapture and charity, <clears throat> life-affirming and, and executioners, you know, rapture and, and heartache and you know, beauty and vanity and, and clarity and wickedness and all, all those labels, all those things that we either aspire to or, or fight against, we already are those things. We already are those things. There's no becoming those things. We already are. It all comes down to what we channel. It's the act. It's it's what we have the capacity to to show, to do, to to, to again, to channel, to, to be. It's it's what our capacity to make those things come to life that define defines who we are because again there is there is no becoming is you know it's all just different forms of the same thing again it's it's what shape they take you know there is an argument in theology called the neological argument, and it postulates that you know, there is a God because within the universe itself, life is an innate characteristic of, of the universe, uh, and really more so consciousness is an innate characteristic of the universe. You, you rearrange chemicals and particles in a very particular way. You know, you add some... Well, you don't even have to add time to it, I suppose. I mean, if you just arrange them in a, in a way, uh, it evolves consciousness itself. It evolves an awareness. And uh, So again, that's, it's just a channeling. And, and that channeling is... is... The beautiful thing, and often the horrible and frightening thing about being a human being, is because we have all those capacities. We have an equal capacity for greatness as we do for folly. We have an equal capacity to to love as we do to hate. an equal capacity for charity as we do vanity. And somewhere in between all those things, you know, 
uh, the, the acts that we take come to to define us. They come to build us in, in the, the false egos that we perceive ourselves to be. Because again, <coughs> the ego is nothing more than the, the happenings that we string together. Um, and and how we define and interpret those happenings, um, and once we do, you know, we, we construct us. But who we are, it, it's not. It, it's not, you know, that we're, in, you know, one person is smarter than another, or, or one person is better than another. That's that's not what it is. I mean, what what makes you know the genius uh, and and the F student it is is only a is only action. It's yes, there is some innate capacity there that we're maybe predisposed to, but you know what good is capacity if if it's not utilized, what 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 good is a gift if it's if it's not opened? Um, and in the same vein, it isn't something that that is worked for um, that wasn't innately there? Isn't isn't that thing you know? in some ways more more meaningful for the person who attains it don't don't doesn't that person get more out of it because they had to manifest it and that manifestation of itself is what it is all about it is it is what we are it is what we do as as conscious beings because um, we have we have the choices and this is the beauty of caressence living in actuality with, with, with reality uh, the beauty of crescence is that we can we can choose it uh, just just like we we choose to to be violent or or greedy or uh, you know uh, uh, again you know to put on our best faces or to be positive um, all we are is what we do, and what we do comes from how we perceive the world, how we think. That's where you know actions uh, come from thoughts. And uh, the Buddha said, you know, we, we we are only what we think about, um, and that is true. But it, it only it only goes halfway because <laughs> you know we're we're more than just thought. We're we're, we're human beings, and in that being. That being is all-encompassing and it has a physical aspect, um, because in the metaphysical, we're we're all those things. You know, I, I think about myself and how I am, and, and you know, I, I'm a very particular way. As are we all, because we're all put together with you know various experiences and uh, various thoughts that accompany them, and, and emotions and uh, impressions and externalizations that we process and then put back out into the world and, you know I, I think about how I react and 
you know, what I have quote-unquote become. Um, and there are times that I, I, I realize, especially in my, in my new job that requires me, and my new job being the, the, the director of, of Middle Tree, being, you know, that I have to talk and, and listen, really more listen to so many people, and there are some times where people will say something, and I'll, I'll notice that I'm on autopilot, just, just, you know, uh, uh, you know, kind of yesing them, you know, uh, as if I'm paying more attention than I really am, um, and then I think to myself, you know, I, I, what's your motive here for, you know, what, what, and not that this happens all the time, but but once I, I catch myself doing it, and I say, you know, what what's your motive? What? Why are you doing this? Why why are you acting this way? Um, you know, are you are you really a bad person? And are you are you are, are you phony? Or is it not? You know, are, are you not being all all that you couldn't? Now the answer is probably more something along the lines of you know I'm thinking about something else or something else has, has, has come up and I, you know, yeah, we do, we all do these things, but, you know, I, I, I suppose that the, the act, if it is unintentional, is, is innocent enough. It's, it's when we have the intent that we, we take our innocence out of the equation. Um, because when we're intentful, uh, we have a motive. You know, and, and and the motive is usually uh, carved out by our egos, um, and of course our, our egos are, you know, as we've we've said directly here, they're they're illusory, right? Uh, they they are they are not actual because, again, it's the piecemealing together of of a conscious experience of of a one singular experience in consciousness. Um, but you know, I I think about. You know what I do, and if I'm a good enough person, really is what it what it comes down to. All all the time, I think, you know, is my my motivation pure in this? Um, you know, am I am I being all that I could be? And um, you know, I I I guess it boils down to the fact that you know I I I am at least trying to be. You know, good in that in, in that particular realm. I'm I'm trying to to do something um, that that yes is serving um, of the individual be who, who outside of me, but is is also serving of me and, and the greater reality and the greater good. But it is a deeply personal thing. Because and it, it's it's again it's it's this you know what have I become question what am I question could I be more well there's no real becoming you know that, this is that this is that question there is no real becoming there is just the enacting of and so could I enact myself to, to be a, a maybe a more complete you know d director um, could I could I do my job with some more mindfulness and yes 
Yes, that, that's absolute. Um, as as could we all, you know, being a human being, it, that means you know that that we're not perfect, right? Um, and, and this imperfection requires some work. Uh, not that we should ever be perfect, but uh, or, or 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 even or even maybe strive to be, but. But we need to, you know, try and at least be our full selves and, and be as much of what we can be as, as possible, so long as that self is towards the good. You know, as long as there is either no intention or the intention is pure in heart and, and even the pure in intentions, um, uh, if, if they're not if they have not caressed, if they're not with reality itself, uh, are, are just as bad as, as evil intentions. Um, I, I'm sure that uh, many people every day do do things that are, you know, I mean, the, the old the, there's the old saying that the road to hell is paved with good intentions, right? Um, uh, but the, the, the meaning behind it is that you, know, you have to uh, be at one that is caress uh, in our new language here that we've we've uh, structured or are beginning to we have to caress um, with reality uh, in order uh, to have a pure intention but but as long as as long as those intentions are pure and and or, or again unintended you know um, then you know you you need to strive to simply be be you and in in that happening, there really again is there's no actual becoming more you. There's there is discovering what you are. There's only discovering what you are. And I think as we all go through this life, what we will discover is that we are. That my contention has always been that we are at base, at our very primordial, we are innocent. Not good, not bad, innocent. And f through conceptualization we've, we've become other things, and this becoming has what's it is, is what's been, or has uh, been what has taken us out of our original innocence, out of our original selves, and made us into uh, these beings that are continually striving for, that are continually trying to to be. Um, when again, the joke is is that there is nothing to be. There there is only discovery of what is. Um, because. You know, the, the the becoming is not is not real. We we are already all of us, all of us. I mean, because we we are what humanity is, and and we've seen ourselves reflectively. We, any one of us, has the capacity, given the right circumstances. This is going to be an unpopular statement, but it doesn't make it less true. Any one of us, given the, 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 the right set of circumstances, ha 
have the potential to be the worst kind of human being or the best. And that's a statement that I think pretty much everyone can agree with. Um, because we've seen it in ourselves. We, we have been those people, even if it's just for a moment. You know, we, uh, anger overtakes us, hate overtakes us. Or on the opposite end, love overtakes us. Uh, a, a want to be altruistic completely overrides everything. Again, even if it's for a moment. You know, we, we, we could be, you know, a, a, a brutal dictator. I mean, or, or the most benevolent of saints and the most pious of people. Um, and the fact that this is possible is right there uh, in the reflecting pool of humanity itself. We have witnessed this. How many dictators have we endured? And, and uh, at the other end, how many saints? You know, again, given the right set of circumstances, we are, we, we already are these things. We already are them. Again, there's no becoming them. We are them. It's what we flush out. It's what we choose. And that's why our choices, that's why our life is so important. We have to choose to do. That's what this is. That's what this phenomena is. It's, a, it's living in choice, living in a kind of process. And don't mistake me for necessarily being a process philosopher or theologian, because uh, it's not wholly there, per se, at least not where, where I am exactly, but, there, but this is a process. There, there is a happening here, but it's far deeper, uh, I, in my opinion, I'd have to ask John Cobb, you know, this, and maybe I'll bring it up with him next time I see him. Um, and we talk. We have these wonderful, wonderful conversations, he and I, um, and have for some time now. But uh, it, it, I, I think process sometimes doesn't go far enough. Process takes the world to be too literal and too real, where, whereas... Well, I see it, and it's it's a bit of a it's a bit of a laughing point. It's a bit of a it's a, not that it's not serious. Not that it's not. It's so real. There's you have to laugh. <laughs> it's but the this world that we live in, this one of phenomena, and and humanistic uh, and, and physiological environmental happenings, all this stuff that, that goes on in the world that, that we endure. Um, you know, it's, it's there. It's, it's there for a reason. There's, there's choices to be made here. Uh, they, are, they are of consequence because, again, when we are already everything, We have to bring ourselves back. Don't we? Don't we have to limit ourselves again to learn? I mean, 
we said it earlier. And in this example, we are both. We're both the talented, the gifted prodigy that everything comes easy to because we are already everything. But we're all, we've also put ourselves in a place by living within phenomena. We've put ourselves in a place to where we have to, we have to work for it. We have to, we have to get it for ourselves. Because without that work, we've not understood it in the way that we, we would if we hadn't gone through it. And we need to go through it. We need to. It's a, a vital part of this whole life experience that we have. It's such a beautiful experience. Such a beautiful experience. And yet we fear it and we shun it. And we deny it. We move away from it. We watch TV within it more than we, we watch one another, watch our own thoughts, our own minds. work harder at our jobs than we do at ourselves and our own spirits. And I'm not saying that our, our jobs aren't necessarily important, but they're all they've got to be secondary to to us, to what we are as as human beings. Yet we don't treat us ourselves as so. We don't. We don't think of us, and, and we, we 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 literally are put, put ourselves as a secondary importance. So our task here is to acknowledge our being, acknowledge our true being, our true selves, what we actually and really are. And realize that there is no becoming. Realize that it's, it's all channeled and, and we choose it. And that choice is of, of the greatest consequence and greatest importance. Because that choice is ultimately one of, of life eternal. Of that which perpetuates itself, of that which is constantly making more of itself continuing on a conscious movement 
in consciousness itself, in, in the broader scheme. Uh, or, or we choose death by, by surrendering ourselves to conception. Because in concepts, there's this continual game of becoming. There's this continual happening that says, you are not eternal. You are not universal. You're, you're a slug. And it, it's all meaningless, which is absurd. There's meaning to everything. And so we have to choose meaning. We have to choose love. We have to choose these things. And, and, and these things that, that perpetuate, that, that sustain us, that keep us rallied and going and, and fueled. Anything that doesn't feed into that is a choice for, for death, is a choice for something that um, I think is of far greater consequence than we give it credit for. And that goes for both, both directions. The life we choose, the, that which we, which we propagate. It's not just our life. It's life itself. It's, it's far, far beyond what we conceive of as us. Again, that's, that's, that's the other thing. Is that, you know, do the work. I mean, I, we've, we've laid it out already. There's no ego. There's no, there's no actual, when it comes right down to it, you and me, so what are we doing? You know, what, what what are we what are we living? What are we choosing when we choose life or death? We're choosing life or death itself, not for us, not for you, not for me. We're choosing it in its entirety, and its entirety is way beyond you and me. Whatever falsity that is. set of circumstances more um, terrible if, if misguided but think of the glory of all that think of think of the power of that of us being everything you know when I mentioned the neurological argument earlier, I mentioned you know, the fact that you, know, you, 
you put together the, the world in a, a certain way, the physical world, and you develop a metaphysical happening of this, this consciousness that develops out of physical things. It, it, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's, it, I think it's the best argument for, for a divinity out there. In my very humble and limited opinion. Uh, however, think of all the things that we are because of all the things that we are, I guess. I guess it's, it's a bad way to say that, but think, think of the power and, and potential that come, and the responsibility that, that, that comes along with with being this. We are great beings. This is where you know, scripture says every religious text on the planet throughout antiquity has said we are divine. What do you think that means? Do you think that's an abstract term? It's not. We are divinity itself walking on two feet. We're not. We are whatever form life takes. Because you have to ask yourself, what is divinity? What is it? It's a concept. <laughs> it's a, at the end of the day, just like every fucking thing else. It's a concept. It's an idea we've put together. It's not a reality. And that's not to say there is no thing that conceptually we understand as divinity in, in this old language term of, of divinity. Not saying that, but the divinity that we've defined through old languages is not a real or is not a reality. We are a reality. How can we be both life and death? Hmm? How can we have life only to die? How can we come from death into life? How can we control armies and not control ourselves? How can we be moved to emotion from an art form and, and, and feel nothing in, in, in real life? How can we, when, when, so, when some situation is, is placed right in front of us, some human situation, how can we be unmoved by it? We are so great and so feeble all at once. There, there again is this nothing that we are not. And there's a, a wonderful beauty in all of that.
perfect power. And again, a grave responsibility to be, to be us. We're as much a part of the cosmos, in a real sense, we're as much a part of the cosmos as they are of us. And think of all the things that they hold. They hold everything. Everything is contained within them. The capacity to, to birth a star capacity to kill a single-celled organism. And one comes from the other. And when we change our perception of them, and not just our visual one, they, not, not even our sensory one, this is where we need to begin to think beyond the senses. Of course, when I say perception, most of us who can see immediately go to what we can see. I'm not, I'm not saying what we can see. The perception is something greater than that. It's something beyond that. But when we change our perception, we see that really, again, again, everything is the same. In a real way. Not in a metaphysical way. Not in, a, not in a way that, you know, the New Age gurus say it, and the cult leaders, and somebody, you know, trying to, to make a buck by attempting to say something profound, pseudo-spiritual. There's no need for the false guru. You have a real guru within you. There's something real and actual that you, if only you can see it, can be a part of. We already are a part of, but again, it's the enacting. It's the enacting that, that, that makes all the difference. That's, that's the only thing that matters. Because when we are all these things, the burden is ours. The choice is ours. Um, so we have to choose wisely. Because Everything already is, in reality, there is no activating, uh, there, is no, there is no inventing something that, that isn't already really there, we just, we just bring it into being through our actions or lack thereof. was born 
before there was the form of planets and stars and gaseous clouds and all that stuff, elements, there was consciousness. Consciousness was there, just hadn't been put together. And the same is true with any form, anything that we do, it's there already. It's just, it's just waiting for us to, to, to put it together. So this is where we as an ego can't take credit, or much of it anyways, for things that are already there. How foolish would we be? How foolish are we to say that I did this or you did that? It did it. concept did it, the grace did it, it's the action itself, don't hate the sinner, hate the act, don't be wooed by the Messiah, be turned by the act, it doesn't, the actor is of no consequence. You can always love the human being because under the hum under the action is the human. You can always love the human being. No matter what they do. Always. Hate the act. Hate the concept. Hate. Hate the philosophy. Hate. Hate what we have taught ourselves to be. What we've clung to. What we've attached ourselves to be. Because there's no violence. There's no. There's no concept without attachment. And there's no attachment without the concept. Which is why it's so important to shed concepts, to shed attachment. When you act, when you caress with reality, you don't need any of those things. Because there's just being, there's just what is. got put together. All I know is that it is here. And it is what it is and it is what has always been and always will be. And if we follow it, we're, we're only following ourselves. And that's, that's the only thing to follow. Everything else is just shadows.
mist, vapor, nothing. So we have to recognize that, recognize our own potential, recognize what is. Because what is, is us. And within us, there is everything. And because of that, there is nothing to become.